0: Today, we are learning about how to become a great soul winner. How do you become a great soul winner? The things of God are things that we need to pay attention to intentionally. You see, because we are living in the world, the forces of the world, Jesus calls it the curse of this life. The forces of the world, they have the tendency to down our assignment in the earth realm. The pressures of this life so until you become very conscious and spiritual you can easily miss the reason why you are here hallelujah and that's why it's very important that you discover uh, God's purpose for your life and it's also important that you connect yourself to ministries that are on course and that are on time praise the Lord Jesus how can you become a great soul winner our ordination is to be soul winners. 2 Corinthians 5.17 We were saved to become soul winners. That's why Jesus saved us. Many Christians don't know. We were not saved so that we can have houses and have cars. Those things are good, but that's not why Jesus saved us. There's a reason why he saved us and many people are not conscious of it second corinthians 5 17 says therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation the old has gone the new has come all this is from god who reconciled us to himself through christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation it means that when we became born again the first thing that god gave us he says all this is from god he's talking about salvation the art of being saved the Bible is saying it's from God. You did not become born again by your own will. You became born again because God put it wise, number one. Had mercy on you, number two. expresses love towards you, number three. And brought you to himself. Jesus said this in John chapter 6. He said, no one can come to me unless I allow him. So he, the Bible is saying all this is from God. Salvation is from God. Now, if it is from God, then God has terms and conditions for your salvation. You see, one of the things that we need to appreciate is that, you see, we need to understand the purpose of our call. That's the primary thing. If you miss the main thing, every other thing becomes the main thing. If you don't know where you are going, every road is convenient for you. That's why there are many confused Christians. Some people think that, uh, you know, I'm a Christian because I need healing. I'm a Christian because I need prosperity. I'm a Christian because all of this. When you miss the main purpose for which Jesus saved you, every other thing becomes the purpose for which Jesus saved you. We have not been saved to become everything. We have been saved to become something all this is from God look at the scripture he says all this is from God and he's talking about your salvation all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation so the first thing that God gave us when he reconciled us to himself is a ministry Many don't get this. Every Christian is in ministry. Every Christian has been called by God. You know, some people say that, well, I have not been called. I'm just supporting. I'm just assisting. That's not biblical. That's not biblical. The Bible is saying that you have been called and given a ministry. Every child of God who account to God based on the ministry they have received. All of us have received, the Bible did not say we are going to receive a ministry, bring the scripture back. It says who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So it has been given. We don't look for our call. You know, people say, okay, I'm going to the mountain to pray to see uh, whether God has called me or God has not called me. Do you need a mountain when you have the Bible? What are you going to do on a mountain? Some people also say, I feel like I'm called. But I'm not too sure whether I'm called or I'm not called the Bible is saying when you became born again he gave you the ministry of reconciliation so every Christian here has received a ministry if you have received a ministry you are a ministry the Greek word for ministry is what? diakonia it means service to others so, it and every one of us have received a ministry. Say, I have a ministry. Say, I have a ministry. This ministry is specific. It says the ministry of reconciliation. Move on to 19. He said that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. Not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Number two... Christian has been given a message and that message is not a message of judgment it's not a message of um, condemnation every Christian has received a message of reconciliation so first of all we have a ministry we have work that God has given us and that work is to bring others who don't know him to himself if you leave this work and you go and do so many other things, it does not please God because God specifically gave you a work. Are you here with me at all? And then He says, God was reconciling the world to Himself in Christ not counting men's sins against them it is not our business to go around and say why are you drinking why are you smoking why are you prostituting that's not he did not send us to ask questions he told us to reconcile men oh god to himself many people don't know how to preach the message of reconciliation in fact many people don't know how to preach the gospel condemnation is not of god the bible says the devil is the accuser of the brethren you don't go to the sinner and tell the sinner uh, you are a sinner you have been a sinner why don't you change uh, why don't you why are you still a sinner that's how some people preach they say look at your ways because of your ways God will punish you God will judge you God will some people don't say with their mouth but they say it in their heart you can pick your Bible coming to church and then you see somebody and maybe they are in the beer bar or you see them maybe asleep or something and you look at them with a certain eye you know you judge them you say oh these people they are not serious how do you know that they are not serious how did you arrive at that is that what God has sent you to do sometimes in your heart you can look at your family people and say all these people they are not serious that's not what Jesus sent us to do the Bible says he gave us the message of reconciliation do you know what that means that means that it is your duty no matter how evil or bad the person is your duty is to bring them to god that's the gospel when you come into a room and you say this place is dark this place is very dark this place is extremely dark why is this place dark have you brought in light no you have just complained about the situation many of us say my friends are not serious why are your friends not in church? Oh, they are not serious. Oh, these people, they like chilling no. Oh, these people, you are just complaining about the matter. Many people have not even told others about the love of God. We have just judged them. And there are some preachers, they think they are firebrand preachers, apostolic preachers. In the morning, they stand and say, all those who are not uh, coming to Jesus, fire will burn you, God will kill you, God will destroy you. Say, if you are committing adultery, God will just destroy you, you wicked people. You. The Bible specifically says He gave us a message of reconciliation. How can you reconcile people when you put guilt on them? You can't reconcile. The basis of reconciliation is love. That's the basis of reconciliation. That's why we preach the gospel of love. If I came into this room and the place is dark, I don't need. What I need to do is to go to the switch and turn it on. The light comes. Complaining does not bring light. Judgment does not convict people. Fear does not bring people into a relationship with God. God did not condemn the world. Who are we to condemn the world? Look at me. I was a rapper. I was out there in the world. Do you know that all my life, it was after SHS. Not even one person ever invited me to church. All my life not that i was living in space i was living in mars jupiter i was on earth i was going to school i went to all the schools up to shs i couldn't not one want... the first day i went to church i was shocked after shs i said ah so this is why nobody not even once ever invited me to. that's when i realized that this thing is is very dangerous there are many people and and the way i was in the world if someone invited me to i would have come the first day I went to church I wept like a baby I never knew that there was something like this not even one person in SHS we had SU not even one person ever invited me so I realized that Christians are very self-centered very selfish the Bible says, when Jesus saw them he had compassion on them where are the bowels of your compassion the Bible says, God has given you a message how many times are you preaching that message message of reconciliation bringing people to God that's reconciliation not pushing people away from God bringing them to God the work of reconciliation and the message when you go out you tell people that oh God loves you You Say, oh but I don't have a dress to go to church oh but as for me I'm a sinner he said that's why Jesus died for you wow he said well you don't know me God will not be happy with me. The abortions I have done. Eh? You don't have an idea. He's calling you to love you. He's not calling you to condemn you. Bible says Jesus did not come to condemn the world. The thief cometh back to steal, kill, and destroy. Matthew 10:10. 10, 10, but he came that you may have life. That's why I said that you see in Christianity, you don't give your life to Jesus because you had no life in the first place. You were dead in trespasses. In Christianity, the person that gives is God. For God so gave. So in Christianity, the sinner received the life of Christ. He does not give his life. What is God going to do with your life? We receive the life of God. Bible says when uh, the man saw the prodigal son come, he ran to him. And he hugged him. That's the message of reconciliation. But sometimes we look at people and we judge them. We walk past people and say in our hearts, this person if I talk to you you won't mind me what is that? you have condemned somebody how did you know that when you talk to the person they won't mind you? sometimes we look at the dresses of people, we look at the dresses we say the dress is too short so this person is not a soul it's a soul determined by their dress it's a soul determined by their lifestyle, a soul is a creature of God so we never approach certain people We look at certain people, so this guy is a bad guy. He has a reputation. He has been sleeping around with people. Does God want that soul? That's the question you should ask yourself. And what is your work? You're a messenger. You're not the one to judge. God is the righteous judge. Hallelujah. God can change anything. He changed me. He had mercy on me. God was looking for somebody to tell me about his love. Every other person was judging me. They say, oh, Randy, he's not, he's not serious. Randy, oh, no, no, no. God doesn't like, what is God going to use him for? That's what the people thought. In my class in Pope John, signs one, signs two, science three, not even one person. They condemn me because every entertainment, they will see me. They, they see me with the smokers. They see me with As at first here. I was jumping the wall. I was going to Desperados in uh, Legon. I was in SS. I was chilling in Ligon. In the club. My colleagues knew me. They concluded on me. Many of us have concluded on many people. Sometimes you see with this person. If he become born again, then I'll know that God is real. That's how some Christians talk. Then I'll know that. You have a work to do. Your work is to tell them about the love of God. Yes. Your work. You see they condemn themselves. But you must tell them God loves you. There is no sin greater than the blood that Jesus shed. Why live in guilt? What is your problem? with Jesus says he has what it takes to deliver you. You are saying that, oh, but God, no, I'm not clean. I'm not clean. That's what Peter said to Jesus. He said, get away from me. For I am unclean, man. He said, follow me. I will make you fishes. He said, follow me so those that are going away from Jesus Jesus is telling them follow me Wow, what sin have you committed that is so great that you are living in guilt Jesus came to reconcile men to God Paul said what shall separate us from the love of God what shall separate us is it abortion is it murder he said, lo, we are more than conquerors. There's nothing that can come between us and this great love of God. Ha! You know, when I became born again, one of the things that was disturbing me, the devil was disturbing me. The devil was disturbing me. When I go to church and believers worship, they lift up their hands. The devil said, look at what you did last week. You, you, you think you can't. You. Forget it. For those who have lifted their hands, they, they have stayed clean for a long time. I can be praying. I bow down my head and then I begin to see pictures of certain funny actions. He said, let's pray. And then the devil bring me a movie of my life. <laughs> part one, part two, part three, part four. And the devil begins to speak. Master, keep quiet. When believers are praying, you look at your life. That's how the devil was disturbing me. So I did not feel worthy. Anytime I went to church, I'm very stiff when they are worshiping. Because the devil was still controlling my life. I keep quiet, keep quiet. Sometimes when I'm about to give, the devil will tell me that your money is dirty money. I Come and put it down. You think we are joking here. So you psych your mind that you are always asking God for mercy. Every time you go to God, say God have mercy on me. God have mercy. When they say let's pray for favor, I say God have mercy on me. When they say let's pray for blessings, God have mercy. You have not forgiven yourself even though God has forgiven you. God has forgiven you. He forgave you once. The Bible says he does not remember your sins. God does not remember. Reconciliation. He does not hold it against you. Many people are in guilt. The reason why people will not come to church is that they are in guilt. The devil has kept them in the bondage of guilt. They think they are not worthy. Some people will never do anything in church. If you ask them come and sing, they say, Hey, me. You want the church to collapse, eh? (laughs) all these are the works of the devil they make you feel unworthy make you feel like you have nothing to offer the Bible says all this is from God he gave you a ministry it's not a condemnation I was so far in the world the devil was messing with my mind so when I'm coming to church I'm so dull I said oh God so when I go, the pastor will blast me. Oh, pastor will blast me. So much guilt. Jesus not send us to blast the people. He sent us to remind them that he still loves them. Wow. No matter how deep you've gone. I say, That's why you see the love of God is called agape. You can't understand it with your brain. The love of man has to do with interest. What can I get from this? God loves you without expecting anything back that's love so one day i heard the gospel the true gospel and i said to myself i'm forgiven wow i'm forgiven, and i received it and believed in it and i began to walk in it and the devil tried again you know one day i was given the opportunity to leave something in church and the devil said you if you go like this you disgrace yourself you are not you are not worthy then the Holy Spirit told me you are the righteousness of God according to God you are righteous I said according to God you are righteous yes I had the courage today I don't live in guilt because the Bible says he who the son has set free is free it's not going to be free it's actually what say I'm free Say, I'm free. Say, I'm free. Say, I'm free. You are not saying it like someone always free. Say, I'm free. I'm free. Shout, I'm free. I'm free. Say, I'm free. free. Put your hands together for Jesus. You are free. You are free. Free from guilt. If God did not condemn you, who is man to condemn you? Today, look at me, preaching the gospel. If I told you my past, you cry for me. Hallelujah. But Jesus saw what men could not see. Listen to me. Regardless of your past God has an agenda for you. God has a purpose for you. Don't condemn yourself and don't condemn others. Bring them to Christ. If God could save someone like me, chief among sinners, chief among sinners, I'm not proud of my past life, so I don't go into details, but if God could save someone like me, then he will save you, he will forgive you, hallelujah, go and tell them, 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 them. what a great news, why do we call the gospel good news? is the good news good news is not you die and go to hell listen to me you die and go to hell you sinners jesus is coming soon what is that (laughs) jesus is coming soon he will destroy the world all those of you sinning he will come like a thief you will not see him you all go to hell you are judging the world before the judge comes Says that he wished that no man would perish. We are living in a dispensation of grace. It means that more people should come to him. The prostitute should come. The drunkard should come. The smoker. Should. This is the time to come to Jesus. This is the time. He takes that which men have rejected and He makes it beautiful. That's why the roommates that you have there, God is waiting for you to bring them to Him. The ministry. Every day people bring you to church. When are you also going to bring someone to church? God said he has given you the ministry of reconciliation. When are you going to help for someone to come to God? This is the good news. Good news means that you faulted, but he has forgiven. He said, come. And when you come, he will rather reward you. He will wash you clean. He will save you. He will bless you. This is how to become a great soul winner. You start with the right mindset about soul winning. That's why we go out there. Because we don't see them as the devil sees them. We see them as God sees them. We see them as people that God loves. God loves them. God loved me. So he saved me. And God loves you. No matter what he loves you. Some of you don't know who you are. didn't know who i was i thought i was a rapper if i was mastering my songs in company seven this whole thing is a mystery people don't get it that god can save me that's the good news how many times are we telling this good news many people are frustrated they think god doesn't love them some people put up a front so as far as this is how we are eh, our own is not church why because they think that God has rejected them and they've heard so many things it's not the message of reconciliation it's the message of condemnation how do you win someone by condemning them how do you tell a drunkard you are drinking you are drinking you are drinking you see that's why you are suffering you are drinking that's why you are suffering we can even tell people Christians can tell people you see because of what you did in the past that's why he's following you is that a good news that's not good news people leave your presence and they are frustrated you see look at the dress you are wearing that, that's why nothing is working for you your dress can affect your life no you tell them God loves you you know one day mommy went to evangelize to some ladies and you know they said we don't have church dress church dress and then she said no come whatever you have come we have cloth when you sit down we'll cover you with a cloth the aim is to bring them to God focus on the main thing focus on the main thing one of my pastors said she said someone I don't have church dress he called the boutique he said do you have a dress and arrange for a dress for the soul the aim is to bring them to church that's it Is to lead them to Christ. Not to condemn them. You walk past people every day. but you've concluded. There may be people out there like me. I'm telling you. My people. And when mommy saw me. you, You can't approach me. You can't approach me. But I'm a soul. A soul is a soul. And it's important to God. I'm a soul. Yes. I'm a soul. And there are many people like that out there. When she saw me. I was in those days, we used to wear baggy jeans, now it's slim fit, I belong to a certain generation. That's when she saw me and she came to me, she should have, just look at me, remember the advice of her parents. These boys, don't talk to them all. These boys, they have bad agenda. She came to me, I said, what's your name? I look at her, I said, you are asking me my name. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you look at me now, everything I'm saying, you can't reconcile it. Because when Jesus saves you, He saves you. He changes you. The life was wild; it was not tamed, no control. Someone saw me. Someone saw me. A young lady saw me. He said, "What's your name?" He said, "You look familiar." Then she remembered I used to come to her school. He said, "Listen to me. Stop lying to yourself." And I looked at her again. He said, "Stop lying to yourself. This is not you." God loves you and he has a purpose for you. The thing entered my heart. No matter how bad you are, you will not resist good news. No matter how bad you are. That's what the world is waiting for. You know, while I was in this life, there were so many things. Oppressions, bitterness, rejection. It fuels this life. You drink because you feel nobody loves you. You smoke because you think that the the whole world is, is bad people that's why you do that when I heard God loves you it entered my heart because I, I didn't know that reality that there's someone that loves me because when I walk past people this way nobody looks at me with a certain eye and I conclude that that's your life me too that's my life but one person make time for me and said God loves you then I gave her my attention and then she said you would accept jesus he would change your life because this is not your life it entered my heart then she got up and she went i couldn't sleep that night the following morning when she came i went close to her i said tell me more oh boy tell me more about this jesus lived all my life out there can you tell me a little bit about him began to tell me about Jesus and when she spoke to me about the love of God God loves me, God wants me, God wants to use me, I said wow I said why not I left the studio, I left my project at the studio till they don't know where I am they are looking for me to come and finish the project but then look at me now Preaching the gospel all over the place. Winning souls all over the place. Because someone did not condemn me. Someone did not condemn me. Go out there and tell them that Jesus loves them. In that is your fulfillment. In that is your joy.